Welcome to the Power Mom Minute. I'm your host, Stephanie Uchima Carney, and I'm a modern day business mama who believes you can have it all. This podcast is all about going behind the scenes of the lives and businesses of successful moms in business in order to uncover the daily rituals, life lessons, real life tactics, and favorite tools that you as a mom can use to apply to your daily life and business. It is my mission to educate, empower, and inspire moms like yourself to build your dream business while having the freedom and flexibility to enjoy life to the fullest. Power Moms, it's time to rule the world. Now let's get started. Welcome back to episode two of the Power Mom Minute. When I was creating my interview questions, I realized there were a lot of common themes that seemed to emerge anytime I would talk to a mom. So before we dive into interviews, I thought I'd give you a little bit about my personal perspective on some of these common themes that emerge anytime I'm talking to working moms. The things that usually come up over and over again are these five common themes. One, the mythical B word, aka quote, balance. Two, relevancy and identity. Three, relationships. Four, boundaries. Five, self-care and wellness. It's so funny. Every time I get going on one of these topics, literally the conversation can go on for hours. The stories, the commentary, et cetera. I realize that it's going to be a lot harder than I thought to keep these podcast episodes short because there's just so much to talk about. As I mentioned in episode one, every mom is different. And while these topics and themes are the same, the opinions and advice that I've gotten is so varied. So my actual only advice is take what works for you, what resonates for you, and discard or modify the rest. There are no definite answers when it comes to navigating motherhood and business, but the one common thread is that we're all moms just trying to make it work to the best of our abilities. So before we continue, I want you to stop for a moment and give yourself a hug. Okay, I know that sounds cheesy, but really give yourself some love and gratitude because regardless of where you are in your life or business, I think you're doing awesome. So let's go into this mythical B word. I say, don't say the B word, AKA balance. The quote that's on the back of my computer right now and has been my screensaver for literally, I don't know, 10 years, even before I was a mom, says you can do anything, but not everything. And as a mom, I sometimes think we think we're superheroes. And as an entrepreneur, we're pretty much type A2 and think we can do it all, which is not a good combo. We think that we can do it all in the amount of time we have, and a lot of times we end up this hot mess and sometimes not in a good way. These problems tend to transfer over to all parts of our lives and businesses. We overcommit, we try and do everything, we have thousands of ideas, we spin out of control, and then we feel so overwhelmed and feel like we don't have enough time that we either freeze, break down, quit, don't grow. We get stuck and then we start to think, oh, we can't do it. We're not cut out for this. And so we make excuses and we settle. One of the common questions I hear about this, whether it's in an everyday conversation or on a working mom panel at an event, is how do you balance it all? What does balance look like for you? How do you, quote, do it all? In a sense, balance is just this mythical being that doesn't exist. But I think it's fun to still ask every mom I interview what balance means and looks like to them. And a little hacks on how they, quote, make it all work. Last week, I put out a post on social media asking people, true or false, 
work-life balance can exist as a mom. Wow, I apparently hit a sensitive spot because the conversations and comments poured in and they were filled with so much passion and raw honesty. I think one of my favorite comments that I got is that they don't call it balance, they call it harmony or alignment, but not balance. Another person said, you know, we just have to change our mindset or depends on what day you ask me. I got probably a 50-50 mix back on true and false. And most of it is, it depends. What does balance really mean? I'm a pure believer that balance is actually attainable, but it's how you define balance that makes all the difference. Balance isn't about being 50-50. It's not about being everything is equal. It's not a perfect, this is how you do it. Balance is all about feeling like your needs and priorities are met in that moment. I'm a firm believer that priorities are personal and that balance is more like an oscillating wave that flows and is fluid and flexible. It's not set in stone and it can literally change daily depending on what's going on in your life or work in that very moment. But balance isn't easy. It takes work to make it happen and things that need to be accepted in order to achieve it. So here are a couple tips on what I believe you need in order to achieve balance. The first is prioritize what you need. Mom guilt, that's inevitable. I'm sorry, I know we all say banish mom guilt, but whatever the situation is, you are gonna feel a little guilty. However, I really don't want you to feel guilty if you are personally picking and prioritizing things that meet your needs. Trust me, I feel guilty using childcare every time I go to the mall to maybe go shopping for a few minutes or get my nails done or have lunch with my girlfriends. But the question I ask myself is, would I be 100% me? Would I be Stephanie if I didn't take those opportunities? Absolutely not. For me, things like meditation, sleep, and setting my morning right is super important to me. So my husband and I agreed that he takes our son from 6.30 a.m. when he wakes up to 7.15 a.m. when my husband needs to leave for work, and I get to sleep in a little and stay in our room and fulfill my morning routine of meditation and just getting ready. But does he get to play golf on Sunday mornings? Yes, because that's important to him, and I take the kids during that time. Now, does that work out every day? No, but see, what happens is I don't feel guilty prioritizing myself or having him prioritize himself in situations like that because in the end, everyone else suffers if we're not 100% ourselves. We're either terrible wives, terrible moms, terrible business owners, terrible friends, etc. if we don't get to be ourselves. So ironically... If you shift your mindset and realize that by trying to be everything to everyone and accommodate everyone else's needs first, you're actually being selfish because you're not giving them the best of you. Tip number two, it's okay not to be perfect. Oh my goodness, do you know how hard that is for me to say? It's something that I have to tell myself every single day. It is okay not to be perfect. I am a serial perfectionist, so it literally pains me to say that, but I have to constantly remind myself to look in a mirror and say, it's okay not to be perfect. Do you know how many times people comment how, quote, put together I am in public? However, my husband laughs because behind the scenes, I'm 
totally not OCD, not organized at all at home in any way, shape, or form. If you come to my house spontaneously, say like today, you'd find my dining room table filled with paper, mail on the counter, old bananas sitting there kind of like peeling off themselves, magazines, expired food that has probably expired three years ago in our pantry. And well, just a lot of clutter. But when a guest comes over, you better well believe I'm going to put everything away and make it on the outside look like Marie Kondo visited our house. But it is okay on the day-to-day to not feel like you have to have everything put together. See, for me, having my house put together like Marie Kondo is not a priority. It is the sacrifice I make every day in order to make time for other things. The other thing I don't do is cook every day. We order a lot of takeout or meal delivery service because for me, that is not a priority. So in the end, pick what's important to you. Just like business, what will move the needle forward now to get you to your goal? Same thing in mommy life. Pick what's important to you. What is the biggest priority right now that will move the needle forward? And that's kind of how I balance things. Here are five additional tips that help me attain this mythological thing called, quote, balance. The first is, as I've said, acceptance accepting that these are the choices you're making or that you're making as a family. So if you're choosing not to cook, accept that that's okay and don't feel guilty about it. Tip number two is to ask for help, delegate, outsource, work together. Honey, you're not on a little solo island. There's so many resources out there that can help you, whether it's asking a friend or a family for help for a couple hours in childcare or paying for it or asking another mama for trade, childcare, super important, or outsourcing business tasks that are just not stuff that you're good at. For me, one of my biggest, biggest things that I outsource is hiring a cleaning lady. That money spent monthly is the best money I think I spend secondary to childcare. Because for me, having a cleaning lady come twice a month to do the heavy duty stuff I don't want to do, like cleaning toilets. I mean, if you enjoy cleaning toilets, that's all for you. For me, it's not. So having the time to spend, say, playing with my kids or going out to do something instead of cleaning the house on a weekend is super important to me and something I prioritize. Tip number three is a little productivity hack that I learned, and it's setting theme days and time blocking. Theme days are basically you pick one hour a day to work on a certain designated theme for that day. So in business, for example, Mondays are my client days, Tuesday content creation, Thursday filming videos, Wednesday and Friday morning for running errands after drop-off and self-care or making doctor's appointments. So it's picking a day a week to do one hour, or even if you don't have that time, 30 minutes on a specific designated task so that you know every single Monday I'm going to spend on client work. Every Tuesday, I'm going to spend on content creation. And again, it doesn't have to be the whole day. It just means that you're moving your business or you're moving home tasks forward every single week by spending at least 30 minutes each day on that theme. The other thing is time blocking. So not only spending 30 minutes on that theme is every day, if you have a bunch of things to do, batching your work. 
So if it's home stuff, for example, I said Wednesday and Friday mornings, I run my errands after drop-off. So I literally go back to back and try and pick the most efficient route to go to Target, Costco, Trader Joe's, whatever it is, all in the same two-hour block. And I get way more done instead of being like, oh no, after lunch, I need to run to Trader Joe's and grab this. I know that Wednesday and Friday, okay, those are my shopping days. And again, be flexible just in case obviously things come up, but having that set in advance will really help you just have the comfort and structure. The fourth tip is be present. I heard this recently on a panel and it really resonated with me. Instead of spending your time while you're with your kids worrying about work or at work worrying about your kids and vice versa, be present in that moment. So if you will only have 30 minutes in the morning to spend time at breakfast with your kids before you run out to work, don't be checking emails. Instead, be 100% present with them. And then the minute you get to work, stop checking your Nest Cam to see if your baby's sleeping or going on Amazon to do shopping for something else. Focus 100% on your time working. So that way you're really maximizing your brain power and you're also not feeling guilty all the time that you need to be doing something else. Tip number five, my last tip is simplify. That has been my theme for 2019. And what I mean about simplifying isn't going through your house Marie Kondo style. It's really picking what's most important to you in that quarter, in that week, in that moment. So on the business side of things, for me, it's really simplifying what I'm doing in my business by implementing automations, outsourcing, delegating systems, and also only focusing on one thing at a time, one goal at a time, one project at a time, and not trying to multitask. On the flip side of things, in my home life, I'm really trying to simplify the things that we do and not try and overwhelm us with a hundred activities or just having a really, really crazy busy calendar. These type of things have really helped me become a more productive, focused mom and entrepreneur. Bottom line of this entire episode should be, you can still be successful and still not have your quote stuff together because I don't really want to cuss on a podcast behind the scenes. But what you do need to do is actually get stuff done. Keep taking action. Keep moving forward in both business and life. You can be a hot mess behind the scenes. It is totally fine as long as you are trying to do things to move yourself forward. Because in the end, it's important that you look at balance as not a one or the other choice. Balance is really being fluid and flexible and constantly shifting and moving to what is important in that moment. It's not set in stone and can literally change daily depending on what's going on in your life or work in that very minute. I know what you're thinking. Yeah, that's great. In an ideal world, I would love for that to happen, but that's not my life. Again, it's not an all or nothing game. It's about picking the priorities that are important to you and having flexibility and forgiveness when things get absolutely crazy. So again, like I said in the beginning, mamas, give yourself some love and appreciation and a hug if you didn't earlier, because I believe you are doing awesome. If you like this episode, then please follow along and join me next week as I dive into two other themes, boundaries and self-care. Take care and I'll see you next week. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Power Mom Minute podcast. Your support means the absolute world to me. You can find the show notes for the episode and other goodies over at powermomminute.com. And if you enjoyed this episode or have gotten value from the podcast, I'd be so grateful if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review so that we can reach and empower more moms all over the world together. Each week, I'll be reading some of those reviews on air. So stay tuned and you might just hear yours. Thank you so much again, beautiful mamas, and I'll see you here next time.